0: Hello, I hope that I find you nice and loud and clear. I <laughs> just received criticism that um, my listeners have to blare the audio to hear me, so I hope you didn't turn it up too loud. <laughs> just kidding, we will go back to my normal voice. <laughs> Today, I am joining you from the back of my car in an RV park in Asheville. I'm joined with my freaking best friend Talia Dobis. 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 Whenever I always get nervous if it's how to pronounce all of your names. <laughs> if we're being honest. Because sometimes you call yourself Talia or Talia and I'm like, So I didn't know if it was the same with the O. No. Okay. Yeah. Talia and I met a year and a half ago on an outdoor expedition in Washington. And this is the first time we've been together since, which is crazy. And I'm so excited. We're on a road trip. We've been having a great time. It's dark outside I hope that you are well. I hope that you are ready for a good conversation because I'm so excited to be here. Would you
1: like to introduce yourself some more? Sure. <laughs> Hi, um, so as Raleigh said, we met on an Outward Bound trip. Um, I'm 21 years old. I'm from Michigan. I work as a early childhood teacher. I am a certified yoga instructor. And I love the outdoors, which is...
2: I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's an artist. And her
0: yoga certification was very recent. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. But today... The way that I would introduce Talia in the truest form would be that our relationship is the only relationship, friendship that I've had that has withheld so much personal growth on either end. Talia and I have, neither of us are the people that met each other a year and a half ago. Absolutely not. And it's crazy that... We still talk all the time. We've experienced this growth together from totally different places and in totally different ways. Yeah. But and, and yeah.
1: sorry to interrupt, but also just like to add, we've experienced this growth together and also in different areas in the world. Like if you've listened to Raleigh's twenty twenty recap podcast episode, when I listened to it, my reaction was Like, I was laughing because I I felt like I had been there with her in person for all of those experiences that she speaks of. Because that's how strong we kept our communication over the phone. It was like one of those events would happen and then we would talk about it a couple hours later. And And talk in detail. detail. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I didn't miss anything. Like, I never felt like a distance. Was between us. And so when we came together a few days ago, reuniting literally for the first time, we both expected like a bit of awkwardness. Hesitance. And just some kind of discomfort. And there was never any. We just, (laughs) I don't even know. We're just meant to be together. (laughs) It was so
0: crazy because we don't even like, we haven't really FaceTimed over the past year and a half. We just talk on the phone. This is what Tali and I will do. If you have a long distance friend that you're trying to build a relationship, ho- hold with. on to your relationship yeah. with, yeah. Or even like a long distance relationship, FaceTime can be kind of intense. You're just sitting there face to face the whole time. Put on your headphones, call your gal, and go for a walk together. Tali and I would walk like five miles in our own little towns. <laughs> In Michigan and in Georgia and just talk forever. And it was so wild because I had been hearing her voice for the past 18 months. And then when we were back together, it was... It was the same voice. Your your body was just there, too. And I was like, what? That's silly. <laughs> That's silly. But, yeah. It's been... Uh, it's been a wild ride Yeah, when we met. So we're going to tell you more about how we met. We met on our outdoor expedition with Outward Bound. We spent two weeks together. The first week we were backpacking in the North Cascade Mountains um, in Washington. And it was so beautiful. It was so scary. Mm. It was snowing for more than half of it. We were climbing mountains. We were getting lost. Yeah. We slept
1: literally on the peak of a mountain. Slick rock. Had no intention of sleeping there. But, you know, we were lost and the sun was setting and we were like, okay, we're setting up camp.
0: It was so crazy. I remember you let me borrow your socks that night because all mine were wet and you had wool socks that was and, my only
1: extra pair and I gave it to I you. I know. And
0: I was so grateful, but also felt bad because I was like, she should keep them. And you were like, take <laughs> <laughs> them. I just pitied you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny because we've talked about this, that I didn't realize how close we got mm-hmm. on that trip. Yeah. The majority, obviously, if you look at it time-wise, but just like the majority of the depth of our friendship...
1: Has happened after. since then. Yeah. After the fact. We really are just like online friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we... Like a
0: few days before, Italian, and I were texting each other. Like, honestly, I'm a little nervous.
1: <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm meeting my internet friend. <laughs> because it was... Because we said at the beginning of this podcast, we're just not the same people that we were two years ago. And even though we've been a part of this growth together... And so it's, like, I know who you are. There's still... There was that sense of, like, a little bit of fear. Like, who am I actually going to spend this next week and a half with?
0: Yeah, full week together. Like, eight days. After only talking on the phone for, like, two hours. Yeah, at a time. Every week. Or, like, every other week. Literally. Yeah. But we have both been shocked at how, like easily things just picked right back up
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, i don't know i'm just very very grateful that like you're very understanding mm-hmm. and i hope that i'm the same way and that we want to listen to each other and hear each other out and yeah and like go from
1: there our first drive because we're road tripping we didn't play any music we literally just talked the entire drive and I knew that that's how our trip would be because that's how our conversations always go
0: mm-hmm. like yeah we just talk about anything and everything yeah for days <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm just popping on to say that in this episode we do talk about eating disorders, and body dysmorphia, and things like that, so if you are not in this space to listen, you can fast forward to the second half, we move on to all the other topics, and I do want to say though that most of what we're talking about here is things about how we bettered ourselves, how We shifted our mindset, so it could be beneficial to hear, but it's always up to you, and remember to take care of your mind. Enjoy your lesson. When I first went on Outward Bound, I had a very high expectation of the people I was going to meet. It was the summer after my freshman year, you know, and... I had a very, very lonely year, and I was looking for some good people to just bond with and hopefully have more than just a two-week relationship together, have more than just camp friends. And I absolutely found that. That was probably one of the biggest things that I was looking for is just like relationships and I took it to the extreme of putting myself in a position of people you want to meet, literally going to the other end of the country, spending two weeks in the wilderness, hoping that someone there would have some common ground. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really hard for me to open up to people, especially after I put that kind of pressure on myself to make friends. But with Talia, I just remember there were moments throughout the few weeks where we would get prompted to talk about certain things or share certain experiences and a lot of hours were aligning. And one night you we were talking and you said to me, like, I see so much of where I was last year mm-hmm. and where you are now because you're a year older than me. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing that and honestly being kind of taken aback. And I was like, well, I'm on my own journey. So who does she think she is? But now that I step back and get out of my own head, it really was like we just align on so much. And when I got home, I realized that so much of like our childhoods being kind of like sheltered and going to like religious schools And then kind of trying to figure out high school and dealing with a lot of body dysmorphia. And we both had dealt with eating disorders and, like, just unhealthy relationships with food. And that was a big reason why I was on Outward Bound in general was as part of my, quote-unquote, recovery to just change my relationship with my body and with food, yeah. And... When you were talking openly about your experience with food, it made me, it drew me to you. Uh And it made me want to open up myself and be like, this girl might be able to understand me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember what you're talking about, like that journaling prompt and opening up about it. And I did that because I went in. You know, I went in with similar intentions, like hoping to find a friend, but more so not to play around. You know, if they were prompting us with something, then I was going to be vulnerable and give it my all. Because I thought to myself, at the end of the day, it's only going to benefit me if I do everything 100%. Mm -hmm.
2: And
1: I don't know these people. You know, like I knew you for four days or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And if I left with no friends but became a better person then that's okay like that was fine with me true like coming out of it and making a best like you being my genuine best friend was just like a bonus honestly (laughs) but outward bound for me was also just a huge turning point in my life and like I feel like I've was clear headed. Like, I knew what my priorities were moving forward and what my interests were, and like, I found what I was really passionate about. Which is what? Outdoor education. Or, like, being in the outdoors, just backpacking and bringing, you know, like, part of why I got my yoga certification this past fall was so that I can lead backpacking trips and do. Like a backpacking yoga combo, you know? Mm -hmm. I just envision myself instructing a morning yoga with the sunrise at the peak of the mountain. Yeah. Or sunset, whatever.
0: Yeah, I love that. For... I guess... I know that over those two weeks, my relationship with food changed a lot. Because... That kind of fell like right at the peak of my eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. Like how was your mindset going in versus going out
1: with food? I it was not the peak of my eating disorder. Um honestly I still struggle with it today. I think that yeah, like I said quickly while you were speaking that if you Food is fuel. And that was something that I really learned. And I mean, I remember there were definitely moments on Outward Bound that I struggled with it. And like had an internal battle Mm -hmm. about eating or whatever. But didn't feel like it was worth the fight or to make a scene about it. And so I just ate. And leaving... Honestly, though, more than anything, the structure of eating those three meals a day plus Mm -hmm. snacks, I think, really helped me moving forward because, yeah, I mean, I would barely eat one meal a day. And so, like, now I actually do eat three meals a day. and.
0: Yeah, I remember what our leader said on, like, the first day was... It's easier to eat your calories than carry them. And that line has stuck with me since she said that. And I remember telling her like the next day we or a few days later, I said, remember we were packing up lunch together, just the two of us. And I said to her, do you remember when you said it's easier to eat your calories than carry them? That really, really stuck with me. And she was like, cool, I'm glad. And I don't know if she knows that I still think about it, but when she said that, I was like, dang, she's right, because it's like, it's not just you carry those extra crackers in your backpack, it's the emotional weight of that relationship with food you carry.
1: Absolutely. And that, more than anything, is what I have absolutely found to be true to myself, because when my eating disorder first started, back when I was 12, 13 years old, originally, like, my doctors thought that I had IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, because everything that I was eating, and when I say everything, I literally mean everything. Like, I was tested if I was if I had celiac disease, if I was lactose intolerant, because everything I ate made me feel sick. Mm-hmm. And once I got to high school, which is, you know, three years after this had all started I realized that that was the start of my eating disorder and that that not that not to say that that pain that I had or the bloating wasn't real because obviously it was but it was all mental it was my own subconscious doing and creating that resistance with food and that was my body's way of reacting to it at a time at the time. Totally. And as a result, because I was in so much pain from eating, I was like, I'd rather just not eat. And then one thing led to another, and next thing I knew, like, I was anorexic, freshman through senior year of high school. Yeah. It's so it's so awful how it happens. I know that
0: like For me it really the whole issues with, like, my digestion came after the fact Mm -hmm. because my body was just... didn't know how to absorb food anymore. Mm -hmm. But for me, it all started that, like, I wanted to be thinner and I wanted to be less of myself and I wanted to lose weight because I just saw myself as this, like, blown-up balloon. And Uh, on outward bound like I learned that it's okay to be more of yourself and to take up space and to just be part of it and I love what you said about not wanting to put up a fight and just surrendering that we're sitting down again and they're gonna make us eat another bowl of trail mix (laughs) and I'm not gonna fight it I'm just gonna eat it so whatever and that's just really what it is surrendering to just I'm gonna eat this It's gonna nourish me. I'm not gonna fight it. I'm gonna let my body absorb it. And then we're gonna move on. And having that mindset with just nourishing your body is something that I learned then, but I did not practice until maybe midway through 2020.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah? 2020 was the year like that. No, absolutely. Midway through 2020, I would say, like, July is when I finally have felt, like, actually comfortable with food. And, you know, Raleigh and I, like, we just came from dinner before recording this podcast. And, <laughs> and I've learned that Talia is, like, a, few, a huge foodie. I'm a huge foodie. I really am. Like, though I still have an internal struggle, like, I really do, I am such a foodie. and And she witnessed it. Like... I, I like, was, like, trying to describe the texture of this food, and I was, like, getting all excited about it, and Raleigh's just looking at me, like, what on earth? I was,
0: like, you just, because my relationship with food is so much better, and, like, I enjoy it, and I eat, but I'm not, like, mmm, the texture <laughs> of this with with the flavor of this sauce and the salt and the seasoning. I'm just, like, put it in my mouth, swallow it, move on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I, I'm i so thrilled with where my relationship with food is, because, like, there are certain foods that I look forward to eating every day, and I literally dance in my kitchen as I'm making the food. Like, I'm actually dancing <laughs> with joy and excitement, because I know that in, like, two minutes' time, like... That's gonna be in my Your tummy. toast. Is
0: gonna be crispy. Yeah, and
1: avocados on it. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> I know. Like I'm slicing my avocado. I'm like, look at that baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that quarantine helped my relationship with food so much. First of all, I think that eating around people helped. Like my freshman year of college, I was so lonely. Everything I ate was alone. And I was just able to control every little thing that went into my mouth or went on my plate. And when you're around people, someone's going to say, why don't you finish? Why don't you take the last bite? Or someone's going to say, what? Hold on. Get another serving. Or like, let's get dessert. And having to go home for quarantine and eating with my family just made that push to just being more present with food and more okay with it. I remember this tweet that I saw um that said in every relationship I don't know if this is true for your relationship, but in every relationship one person is a chef and the other has IBS. <laughs> oh and that was literally me with my relationship this past year it was didn't last year but it it occurred in 2020 he would always want to cook food and like really yeah he loved cooking and like making up different like recipes and trying to get me to try them and I would be like my stomach is not gonna be okay with this but I it was really a learning lesson for me to just be present with the food have that mindset and like just let my body absorb it and not have that tension or that stress and
1: that mm-hmm. the practice of that really helped just ease my body yeah well I would say that that quote is not accurate to my relationship <laughs> if anything I think I didn't I had never really thought about it like but my relationship I think like he also had his own Issues with food, and when we were together, my relationship was also long distance. Just so the viewers listening know, no. and so when we would spend time together, like I always felt, honestly, like really that I struggled to eat with him,
2: mm.
1: and we didn't like not literally feed, but we didn't feed off each other's energy. <laughs> oh, <literally>. well <laughs> we didn't <laughs> <wanna> <laughs> feed each other when it came to food. Like we weren't good for each other Mm -hmm. in that area and I think so much of my like improvement with my relationship with food coming midway through 2020 was also when we broke up really yeah and I've never thought about that but it's actually true like the the time line works oh my god (laughs) that's really (laughs) crazy (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, people will always say after a breakup, they're like, oh, I glue up. But I literally glue up. Like, I finally prioritized my health and my relationship with my body. And did yoga every day. And I wasn't working out because I, oh, I need to work out. I need to be fit. Like, I I did yoga and I danced. I did things that I...
0: took pleasure
1: from and I walked a ton with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I just started to have fun with it Mm -hmm. and because I also started to enjoy the food that I was eating I didn't have those symptoms anymore of the bloating or the pain Mm -hmm. and everything
0: everything became approached with a mindset of ease Mm -hmm. I know that over the summer um I would work out with my sister and we would just have such like a fun time so I wasn't worrying about like the calories or how long we were working out or this or that I was just enjoying the moment with her and felt such changes in my body it felt like I was finally getting the body I had always wanted (laughs) yeah because it was just such a peaceful mindset of it all and there was no additional tension or stress and I was able to eat with ease because I was eating with people that I loved and cooking with people that I loved. And it be, it created such peace in my mind. And then that bled into the relationships I was in with you and with my family and with my friends. Everything just seemed
1: to fall into place. Yeah. That too. I feel like my relationships with my, my friends – have deepened substantially since my breakup like I've finally been able I've I'm redirecting all my energy and pouring it into you and a couple others and I'm honestly grateful for that
2: yeah yeah
1: that was a tangent but
0: (laughs) no it sounds good Over this past year and a half of our internet friendship, (laughs) you've been the person that I go to to talk about everything with. And it's crazy because I've never had a friend that's just, everything's on the table. (laughs) I feel like I just, like you said, you were there with every bit of my 2020 Everything that I mentioned in that podcast. Yeah. And it's so true. It's so crazy. You. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Maybe you were like. You weren't the first person I told when I lost my virginity. T. But you were up. You were in the top five. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> Maybe you were like the second. Okay.
1: I think you were. I think so too. Who would be the first? Kendall? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: Maybe you were the first.
1: I think I was the first. I think you were because no, I, I think, think I, was. I waited I think we were on to a walk. Kendall. We were on a walk together. Yeah. And do you see how casually I say that? Because to me, that's literally what it was. We were literally on a walk together, people. So no, I think I like actually think I remember this. We were on a walk and I think I asked you about it because I remembered that like, you know, a couple phone calls back we were kind of discussing discussing how it was going to happen like if you were ready and and where you were at with that and so I was just you know casually being inquisitive and you were (laughs) like um well (laughs) it happened last night or something like that like I really think it was like I really think that's right I really think it was like the day after or something like it was recent
0: well yeah
1: does that sound right Yes. that
0: sounds right i really i think you might have been the first because, and then you were the first person i told when he when and i you broke, broke up yeah. yeah yeah and then was i the first person you told when when i broke up
1: yeah or when the new edition was made the new up. yeah, I have a complicated relationship, that, I don't have, but um, yeah, I think you were because you were my main person who I was talking to about all of it, mm-hmm. and then once you went once you broke up too, I was upset for you, but I was also like comforted, but I felt I terrible because I never want anyone to feel. It was a different breakup, obviously. We had... We... We...
0: Both went through breakups probably within a month. a month. And they were two totally different relationships. Yeah. But I knew that even though my relationship was totally different than yours, I could call you and you would still give me the comfort I needed Mm -hmm. rather than saying, Well, you know what? This isn't as bad as mine. Right. And I just... I knew that I called you the next day and we had been talking on the phone already for like an hour. Yeah. And then I said, I don't want to cry, but I have to tell you something. (laughs) Yep. That's exactly how it happened. And then I cried and told her all of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just, it's been hard Yeah. (laughs) for me anyway.
0: No, it's definitely been hard for you and I feel like I've I've been able to learn a lot about being a friend and just listening
2: mm-hmm.
0: and trying to create space for you to explain and untangle all this time and all these stories that happened and just letting you know that I'm here to listen and just let you finish all your thoughts and try to figure it out and i'm not i'm never going to tell you how you should do something but i hope that i
1: can guide you through your own thoughts to get there i just want to say like how truly grateful i am because the no really because the amount of times that i felt so bad like i felt like it was all i could talk about because it was all i was thinking about and i didn't want to be annoying to just constantly bring up his name and oh here's another story but it's like when i spent when you spend 2 years of your life and he's like the most important person during that time it just all those 2 years like will always come back to him yeah and so now moving forward you've been a huge help i think like in not even I think just I know like you have (laughs) you've literally been such a huge help because one you let me like you gave me a place to just dump Mm -hmm. but you listened and you care and I think I've learned a lot from you like the way that you handled your breakup even though we just said how different they were like seeing you even just move on like a no, like like being okay. When I say move on, I mean my, being my okay. My stomach
0: made a noise. That's <laughs> why
1: I made that piece. <laughs> no, not move on like me people, but move on like emotionally, like you're free. Yeah. And that that was like huge for me because I was like, okay, I can be free too. Yeah.
0: It's really wild how much... Has happened since we met. Mm-hmm.
1: And like. Well here's something funny. When Raleigh and I met. So at this point I was in. I'd been dating him for. Six to eight months. And. <laughs> I know it's <so> what you're going <laughs> to And we're on the program. And you know I'm talking to. We're kayaking. And I'm talking to our. Uh, trip leader. And ask because she's older and I'm like "Hmm, maybe she you know can be wise and helpful she can pass something down and I'm talking to her and I never outright called him my boyfriend not once in our relationship and I wouldn't tell our instructor that I was dating this guy well I'm just gonna be honest and she was like well are you having sex with him and I was like yes and she's like and you've been together for, like, and, and she says, and how long has this been going on for? I say, six, eight months. She's like, Talia, that's literally a date. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're thinking, but like, you're dating him. And I'm like, Talia
0: was telling us about all these trips she's gone on with him and his family to meet his grandparents. And we're all sitting there, like, I'm pretty sure you guys are dating. And <laughs> she kept being like, no, he's my friend.
1: Yeah. In his eyes, we were dating. Yeah. Like, he called, like, he introduced me to his family and was like, this is my girlfriend. And I never reciprocated. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was so crazy.
1: Yeah. I
0: know. And then that's funny. I remember telling you, like, when that guy asked me to, like, make our relationship more exclusive, Mm -hmm. like, exclusive. And you were like, You guys had that conversation? (laughs) People do that? And I was like, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. so
0: again just our relationships were so different and it's just so crazy that we within a month we both broke up went through breakups and then like over since then we've been on so so much much. (gasps) and just learning more about ourselves Mm -hmm. and being able to share that with each other Mm -hmm. And then now coming together physically and starting out the new year together. I know. Yeah. Talia and I always send each other um, voice messages. Mm. At least I know I always send you voice messages. Usually you respond with them. Mm -hmm. When I just have like different realizations and I don't feel like typing it out. Yeah, actually we have been doing that to each other for Mm -hmm. a while. Like I said, we're phone call people so I'll just send you a voice message and be like I was meditating and I learned this and you're like oh my gosh I was just doing yoga and I learned this (laughs) and we're both
1: like whoa (laughs) (laughs) like I literally I remember one voice memo that I sent you just like a couple days before I came I was like I'm about to start crying and then I started crying and like you could hear my voice like Crying, and I was like, I'm just so excited to see you. And
0: then I cried, and my voice yeah. was such bad.
1: literally, you were like, That's so sweet. I'm crying too. I know we get very emotional together. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's good. I know. I've been explaining to Talia more about her birth chart mm. because she's a rising cancer moon in Pisces, mm-hmm. and her son is Gemini so she is very in the air and water emotionally driven moves quickly and I am a very hardcore Taurus son Mm -hmm. very rooted and grounded and I'm like girl hang on (laughs) (laughs) like we missed an exit on the highway and I was driving and I was like oh man I missed my exit (laughs) and then I just that was all I had to say and later Talia was like When I miss my exit, I am (laughs) screaming. I don't recover for, like, five minutes. (laughs) So we've just, like, learned. Like we said, we've gone from talking on the phone to spending 24-7 together Mm -hmm. for the past, like, four days. Yeah, And we're just learning more about each other's reactions and how we act, like, in public or in group settings Mm -hmm. or in this and that. And just really seeing a new side of each other, I feel yeah, like. Definitely. Telling horribly embarrassing stories from high school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot. Apparently
0: I have a lot. I don't realize how many stories I have until I get talking and I'm like, oh my gosh, who was she?
1: <laughs> but not the person I met, let me tell you. No, it's so wild.
0: We've decided we would not be friends if we oh, were in absolutely high school together. Not.
1: I, you would. I would have hated me. Raleigh, but more importantly, she would have.
0: I, I don't would even just, know. I, I wouldn't have hated you, but I would just been like, yeah, that girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if we would have met though. Because you were in all like advanced classes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we would have done like AP English together.
1: No. No. Did you take AP English?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I took AP Lang and AP Lit. I
1: took AP Lit. Yeah, and
0: I took AP Psych. Mm, Good for you. Yeah, it counted as a college credit. Nice. That's why I'm (laughs) ahead. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And because I work incredibly hard for no reason.
1: Hmm. Just now that I'm thinking about it, you know, that's funny that you brought that up. Like because that we wouldn't have been in the same classes either. I really would have disliked you. Because I would have just thought that you're just, like, a dumb party girl. Or worse. Not even. I feel
0: like I was a very average high schooler.
1: Yeah. What do you mean? That I just... Like, you fit. I think you fit the model. In my mind.
0: Yeah. In my mind, like, I don't know.
1: Like, Raleigh, to me, was the girl's... She was untouchable to me.
0: No, dude, I wasn't popular. I've told you that.
1: Yeah, but the way you describe yourself, you sound like you were.
0: (laughs) My friends and I just really got along and had fun. That's cool. And we just stuck to our own group. We really didn't talk to anyone else. Right, but that's
1: popular to me. Because you had a group. Mm.
0: Interesting. I was a
1: loner. (laughs) (laughs) She was a floater. (laughs) I've always been a floater. (laughs) do you want to
0: talk about traveling
1: my travels yeah what kind of traveling
0: why you like traveling
1: that's a good question
0: yeah we never i've never asked that
1: why do i like traveling i honestly feel stumped even though traveling is all i want to do Mm mm-hmm it's 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 not a simple answer because there are different types of styles of travel that I wish to take. Part of me feels so drawn to travel because I am super curious about languages and cultures and cuisines and like I genuinely want to, experience the places that I travel to Mm -hmm. and so I'm thinking here like more abroad but I don't want to just do those travels as a vacation the only way that I would feel satisfied is if I lived in those places full immersion exactly and it could be just a month Mm -hmm. but that's substantial to me like totally um But then the other kind of traveling, which is more quote-unquote vacation style, still isn't really vacation. It's (laughs) like backpacking through – like I've always had a dream of backpacking through Europe. And I think part of – oh, I forgot to mention architecture. And part of that is really Mm. like I just want to see the world. I really don't know how else to explain it. Like, I just, I think that there's, there's a song that I like where she says, it's by um, Mama Cass, Cass Elliott from ABBA, and it's called One-Way Ticket, and she says, One-Way Ticket, take me anywhere, the grass is greener there, and mm-hmm. those lyrics, I've listened to the song since I was a little girl. And they always really resonated with me because I was, I always felt like, like Michigan is not my home and the world is just such a large place and I have to explore all of it. And, and like I, I do believe that the grass is greener in there, even though I now see why that's not true. I learned that the hard way <laughs> because I had this amazing opportunity of traveling to 13 different countries and I discovered that even within the midst of all those travels like I didn't just become happy because I was living out my dream because I as a person wasn't happy you know and so obviously that comes first
0: it's all about mindset
1: yeah and I remember being so unhappy
0: in college my first year and my mom and my uncle kept saying like it's your mindset you have to shift your mindset and I kept saying no it's my environment Mm
1: -hmm. exactly but it's not it's not
0: if your mind isn't a happy place to live it doesn't matter where your body is yeah
1: and I always blamed my environment because given you know granted a lot of it was environmental like those things fed whatever sadness i had mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. without getting too deep but um oh i just lost my train of thought
0: <laughs> sorry that it was you blamed environment but really it's deeper yeah <laughs> <laughs> what i was thinking hearing you talk for the last minute or so that i keep saying And I've always known that my soul's purpose is Mm. to be a mother. Mm -hmm. My north node is in cancer. I recently found that out and I was like, so I'm not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The stars say it. I've always known it. And just like wandering and traveling is just. It's who I am. It's your soul's purpose. It is. The way your eyes just shifted when I asked you, why do you love traveling? It was just, yeah. Mm. I've never seen you talk about anything like that. Honestly. My heart is like full. And I've never noticed until now just staring in your eyes as you talk about it. Mm. (laughs) And it's just, it's so beautiful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honest. Wow. just made my whole day and that wow I don't even know what to say (laughs) because I feel like that's like what I've been working to figure out I don't know I find so much comfort hearing you say that because it really affirms like that that is my calling and I know that it is but it's so hard to but I finally feel like it isn't hard anymore to like explain myself to people. Like I don't have to explain myself to people. You don't and, I, have to. and I finally feel free to just go do and live out all these dreams that I've had for myself for as long as I can remember. like now is the time. What do you
0: What do you think shifted that? Is it that your mind's in a better place?
1: That's part of it. That's definitely part of it. Is I, I honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are still moments that, you know, I wouldn't say I relapse, but I'll, you know, become insecure or question things. But I just stopped giving a fuck about what my parents have to say or the judgments that I think that I'll get because I haven't gone to university and because I'm not living a conventional expected lifestyle because I know that if I do those things I'll be miserable and that Mm -hmm. goes back to the environment Mm -hmm. I think that's part of that's what I wanted to say was that I always felt trapped in my environment and I think what I find so much beauty in travel is the freedom that there is there And it was about finding the freedom in myself. And that's, oh, my God, that's literally what it comes down to. That's amazing. It's like I can be free anywhere in the world and, you know, (laughs) put myself into those places, which I'm going to do. But, like, I needed to be free first, and I wasn't free.
0: I am crying, and my heart has this warm, bubbly feeling. And that was
1: so well said. That was so well said.
0: Oh, thanks. You gonna be free
1: anywhere because you're free in yourself. Yeah,
0: And that's incredible.
1: I've never thought of it like that, but and that's, that's actually what it is.
0: It's something to be proud of. No matter how many times you'll still get that hint of the dark side of your mind breaking out of the closet or whatever you mm-hmm. want to picture. It's something to be so proud of that you can say that and that you can trust yourself like that.
1: Thank you. Honestly, knowing me, I feel like I appreciate you saying that, and I feel like I'm not gonna fully take in the words that I've just said Mm -hmm. and this compliment that you've just given me until I'm listening to this recording. And mark my words, future Talia, I will be crying when you listen. (laughs) You are crying. No, like I'm literally gonna be in absolute tears, sobbing, and -hmm. I will text you and tell you like. Because that's when I think it like really hit me is hearing it back, mm-hmm. like, "Oh my God, this was my revelation in this moment." Like I am mm-hmm. free in every regard. It's your highest self talking. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> You're just channeling her, and she is giving your future self messages. She's giving any listener a message. Yeah, it doesn't matter what what path you desire. It could be the most conventional, normal path in the world. Absolutely. And if that's what you desire and that's how you feel free,
1: then do it. Then
0: do it. And yeah. love it and embrace it. And if you want to live in your car <laughs> and travel the world and teach kids about nature and make them go in caves. <laughs> yeah, I do. Then do it. And it's so it's so amazing. When you trust everything else falls into place and it's just like we were saying earlier about that mindset of ease ease in our relationship with food and with other people Mm -hmm. that everything else fell into place yeah it's big picture and in the details lovely
1: yeah you know despite It's funny because your podcast, the episode about her 2020, she titled it, 2020 was my best year yet. And when I saw that title, I I just laughed because I was like, well, that's great for you (laughs) (laughs) because my breakup really, really took a toll on me and it happened in the beginning of September and I was absolutely heartbroken to say the least. Like I cried for days I literally sat in bed I couldn't move I couldn't think about anything except like I was just debilitated Mm -hmm. but and I think I would have stayed there a lot longer than I did the reason I didn't was because luckily it was honestly meant to be like everything was so meant to be because I had set myself up with all of these things that I love to do like I was in the midst like I was just starting off getting my yoga certification and I love my job as a preschool teacher and getting hugging three year olds especially during a pandemic when we're not hugging anyone these days saved me it kept me so sane because I felt so incredibly isolated already more than I had because I was losing my best friend and I don't know, like I was okay because I had you and because I had these hobbies of mine that I was making into a life, Mm -hmm. you know, like yoga and dedicating more time to my artwork. So 2020 was definitely... Like, while it was one of the hardest years for me emotionally because of that, it also was, I think, especially in the last three months mostly, just immense growth.
0: Absolutely.
1: Like, I've changed. I've changed so much Mm -hmm. since September. I know, in September,
0: when I think about, like, a year, I think of September being at the
1: end. But that's so interesting. Yeah, because it's kind of in, like, that last quarter. Oh, that's fascinating, because I think of September as the beginning. Of the year? Yeah. Because of, like, school? For two reasons. Because of school, and because that's actually the Jewish New Year is in September. Oh, wow, how
0: interesting. Yeah. Because, in my mind, what I was going to say is that, like... Classifying? This is nothing against you, it was just an idea. Yeah. Classifying, like, the whole year... As awful because of something that happened at the end. Oh, yeah. Kind of discredits what we were saying about, like, in July. Everything that happened
1: before. Your relationship with food was amazing. And, like, had a huge glow up. And... Oh, my gosh. That's such a good point. Because I feel like I totally did block all that stuff out. Because I spent... Well, it's, like, because I spent... Basically three months with this person True. during quarantine. Like as soon as lockdown happened, I associate my first <laughs> several months of mm-hmm. 2020 with him. That's wild. You maybe like associate the first half, yeah,
0: of 2020 as his like more pleasant experiences with him, and yeah. then the second half horrible. is dedicated to this heartbreak.
1: Yeah, like horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like what we were saying um, the other day about disassociating from your thoughts, Mm -hmm. you can disassociate from that thinking plane of Mm -hmm. him and think about the other planes of art and work and yoga and walking and all the things and
1: dancing and... Cause he's just one thing. He's just one layer. Like, why? Why Anything would I give? Why would I give him so much power? Oh my gosh, you're so right. Like, twenty twenty wasn't so a bad right. year. No, you are. You're, go- you're doing it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would. I like literally until this minute, right now. Like, I was looking back at twenty twenty, and I'm like, God, it was the worst year ever. Because I have never experienced such a heartbreak. But it wasn't. Like, if I take him out of the equation, because like the fact is, after we after i left and i didn't see him mm-hmm. then he literally wasn't in the picture like even if emotionally like he still may have been True. like wow. he literally wasn't in the picture since the end of june okay that's wow. half of a year so i spent the other half of the year alone and that's when i started digging into myself oh my god! you go girl thank you <laughs> I really did do a lot of good things. Yes, like, you did. don't give myself any credit.
0: No, you did so much amazing
1: work. Wow, uh, That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started two new oil paintings. Do you know how big of a deal that is that for me? That is a big
0: deal. Starting two?
1: Like, I am the most inconsistent painter. Everybody gives me so much grief. Really? Yes. Oh, it's so frustrating because they're like, you're so talented. Why don't you dedicate yourself? You could really be someone if you just painted more. And I'm like, leave me alone. I will paint when I want to paint. And so as a result, I've only really done those two paintings mm-hmm. since I started painting, which was junior year of high school. Granted, I you know was away for several months over these years, but... I started two new paintings that's double the amount that I've done <laughs> and that, puts me, that puts me at four y'all in case we couldn't do the math but like that's a lot for me that is a lot you and know. that's not just
0: Talia's mom saying she's a good painter we met a random artist today oh yeah and he was thoroughly impressed with her work this is true I was so like
1: proud. I was Aww. like, yeah, I know her. <laughs> I know her. She's gonna be someone one day. Yeah,
0: she's gonna give me an original. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Literally, you and Jesse and all my friends are like, when am I getting a painting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't even thought of that.
1: That's so I'm funny. like, you go give your Bubba
0: one. Yeah. You, what do you call her? Bubby. Bubby. Your Bubby That's one. That's cute, Bubba. Oh, I... Yeah. Yeah. Bubba. <laughs> Bubby. Give your Bubby hers. She rocks. Yeah.
2: <sighs> but yeah...
0: We were talking about the other day being, like, giving ourselves credit
2: mm-hmm.
0: and feeling proud of ourselves, and you just did that mm-hmm. right here, right now. Yeah. Genuinely. Oh, that's so important. It is so important. Because that's where growth comes from. Recognizing the good, affirming it, and welcoming it back into your life. Mm-hmm manifestation
1: baby it's real totally yeah if i am going to give one tiny piece of advice in regard to feeling proud it's that i i learned this on my hourbound course that i always used to think being proud meant you have to do something like really remarkable and it doesn't have to be you can be proud about anything Mm -hmm. It can be any accomplishment, big or small. But just acknowledging the work that you do.
0: Yeah. It's funny because I kind of learned the opposite. (laughs) I feel like I felt proud of myself for doing something massive. And then at the end, upon reflection, I realized it really doesn't have to be massive. Exactly, I'm just as proud of myself for learning how to tie up a tent as I am for sea kayaking in the middle of a storm yeah or sleeping on top of a mountain or all the things it's all just
1: you can be proud of yourself for anything yeah just giving yourself credit period yeah Yeah. doesn't have to be proud just give yourself credit yeah like that recognize like that's really what it comes down to yeah yeah like that's what just happened to me in this moment is like I don't it's like I know that I have been doing all these things for the past several months but I wasn't giving myself credit for doing those things Mm -hmm. because I'm just like I'm doing them like it's whatever but it isn't whatever because literally me a year ago would not have believed that I just got my yoga certification yeah like that was something that I have always wanted to do that but it wasn't it just seemed like a dream kind of thing, you know? Not like, oh, I'll actually be a yoga teacher. But I am. And I've already taught a little bit. hmm You know?
0: I remember that walk where you were still debating if you should sign up for the training. We were on a walk together. And I didn't want to push you and I didn't <laughs> want to tell you what to do. But I kept saying, I think, I think it's a really good idea. You know... It lasts the same amount of time as the rest of your friends are in school for that semester. Mm -hmm. You would just be in a yoga semester. Yeah. And it would be something so good for you to spend your time doing. I really think you should consider it. You were like, you know what? I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I've told so many people. I'm like, yeah, my my best friend, the one who's getting her yoga certification. Yeah, her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. I'm excited to take your class. I'm excited to take your class. No, oh, thank you. Hot Pilates. Hot Pilates.
0: Kick my butt. Word. <laughs> Talia's been teaching me how to do headstands, headstands yeah. and forearm stands that are
1: hard. They are hard. I love it. I'm addicted, honestly. It's really fun when you start going. It is. It's a game. It's playful. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love it, because, like, I... People often struggle with releasing their inner, inner child, and I feel like it's the most natural thing for me. Like, I truly am just a child. Really? Yeah. In certain moments, anyway. When I'm alone.
0: <laughs> Tell us about your dancing.
1: <laughs> um, the past month, I'd say, I've found a lot of healing in Dancing, and every night before bed, what started off as just like a yoga flow turned into a dance off the mat, and some headstands in there, and banging on the you know not even banging, just like falling into the wall. My mother yelling at me and bringing the house down, and I'm just having a blast dancing and moving my body trying to listen to the music the my biggest thing which is still what i'm very much working on is getting out of my head mm-hmm. and to just really let myself go and to let my body move intuitively with the music like that is what i'm working toward
0: because i still think too much In my yoga class, I go to this one teacher and she always says, get out of your head and get in your body. Mm -hmm. And she's so right. Because when you just let your mind turn off and you move into your body, into your heart space, it's so freeing. The energy flows so much more purely because it's so much more natural. Yeah to root that energy from your heart absolutely I think that's so beautiful absolutely yeah I love that you dance around your room I love it too I do it too man it's the best it is the best even if it's just for like one minute I love it yeah
1: I think it is really important too cause I'll also find like as I'm dancing or just moving like if I allow myself to get into that 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 space of that freedom then I'll see like oh this feels tight or like Mm -hmm. as as I'm dancing I'm also stretching or like it really is just a flow of yoga and dance together like I don't really know how else Like, I I don't want you to think that they're separate things because they aren't. They Mm -hmm. truly come together. And so I make certain of the postures, like, part of my dance, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was, um... I follow this girl on Instagram, and she said that she stopped doing yoga because it... All the classes she were doing she was doing was so strictly strictly practiced, and she felt like it was too much in her masculine mm. and she wasn't able to soften into the f- flow of it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she should go to your yoga dance class <laughs> because that is such a good balance of the masculine and feminine.
1: That's a great idea. That's how you should pitch it, yeah. I should teach a yoga dance class. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that.
0: I just assumed that that's how your class would end up being.
1: Maybe. That'd be kind of cool. Be really cool. Yeah. I fucking love that.
0: <laughs> I think we're ready to wrap it up. <laughs> we talked about a lot right here. We eased into it and got really chatty. I hope that you learned something new. I hope that you feel like you've made a new friend. (laughs) And I hope that this episode inspires you to ask questions, think deeper, give yourself credit for some of the amazing things you've done. Go live freely. Live freely. Live peacefully. Live with ease. Yeah. You're incredible.
1: Thank you. You're incredible. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. Do you want them to follow you on Instagram? Look at your art?
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> My Instagram is private. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can
0: follow me on Instagram.
1: If you don't already. It's. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's Raleigh Hutchinson with a shared H. <laughs> exactly <laughs> my Instagram is Talia with <laughs> with a Y <wine>. yeah <laughs> oh, they're all gonna spell my last name wrong too though <laughs> uh, I'll tag you oh good one
0: <laughs> I hope that you have a wonderful day or night thank you for
1: joining me you need like a closing like a slogan Peace out. Peace out, Girl Scout. No. YOLO. The most important
0: lesson. YOLO. XOXO. XO, tells and Raw. Aw. Peace out. <laughs>